You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, the state of the franchise edition. This is where one Eric Crocker will shine and so many people have already hit us up Croc they want the Dr. Drip report they want the swag Crocky report they want to know what Eric Crocker thinks about the worst kept secret in 49ers history which was the 94 red throwbacks that are now for sale on the online store already and that will be featured in four games this season state of the franchise Crocs takeaways my takeaways from the big event for the 49ers that sort of gets fans pumped for the 2021 season at BD Peacock on Twitter at Eric underscore Crocker. This is the big thing that everyone's asking for, Crocs. So we got to talk about the jersey reveal and we got to talk about especially the red ones. We've already known what the white ones are going to look like and they're going to do some white throwbacks as well for the 75th anniversary. Six throwback games, which is more than I can ever remember, right? Am I crazy? Yeah, you know, and that was one thing that I did not catch. So hearing you say that, that kind of got me excited. So are they wearing the red ones four times and the and the white ones twice? Or yes, exactly. So here's the wow, the, and uh, these are all prime timers too. So we've got four games with the red throwbacks. <laughs> that is September 26th, Sunday night football against the Green Bay Packers. Cool. Then. October 24th, Sunday Night Football against the Indianapolis Colts. These are all the Reds. Uh, November 15th against the Rams on Monday Night Football. And then at home against the Atlanta Falcons on December 19th. That's the only game with throwbacks that's not a a primetime game. So those are four home games wearing the 94 Red 75th anniversary throwbacks. Then two games with the white throwbacks, away games, both primetime December 5th against the Seattle Seahawks, Sunday night football, and then Thursday night football a couple weeks later against the Tennessee Titans. So six oh, man. games. What were your thoughts? We already know what the white ones, and I, I like the white ones more than the reds. What did you think about the unveiling of the reds, even though uh, we already knew it was coming, but seeing them out there with good lighting, seeing Jerry Rice, seeing Jimmy G, seeing Fred Warner, and all the guys wearing those uniforms, what did you think about the Reds, and then we got to talk about Wendy's to go with the Reds too. Oh man, I, I I love them. And again, like you said, like you started off with, the worst kept secret ever, right? I mean, we knew these jerseys were coming, but to actually see them and see them on the guys and just how it looked, it looked sharper than I ever thought it would. You know, it's always exciting. Like, okay, yeah. 49ers got new jerseys. Oh, Something get, different. the 95 red jerseys, like or 94 red jerseys, got to get them back. And they finally got them back, but man. They look, they look sweet. They look sweet. And I don't know if a lot of it had to do with the guys and how they put their uniform on. They all look good in their uniform. There were certain little subtleties that I noticed, of course, you know. But yeah. um, just my initial reaction, wow, they look they yeah. look really good. I know you weren't well, as much of a fan. I So I didn't like them that much in 94. Thinking back about them, I didn't like the Reds that much. Um, looking at them here, and and one of the big things about it is – we didn't see. We haven't seen it really with the helmet. It looks worse with the helmet. Is one big thing. The jersey by itself doesn't look that bad, but when it's all put together and they're wearing all white pants, white shoes, head to toe, 
it looks like a cherry popsicle, right? It's just all white, <laughs> then boom, red. And it's like, they're, they're, there's just something weird about it. And it's obviously not their colors now with, with no gold involved. I think gold pants would really help with those red jerseys. And But one thing that I like better about these, they're, they are a little bit different than they, they were before. Uh, one thing that is key is, so they've, they've got that big drop shadow, right? The numbers are closer together now than they were before. And that makes them look yeah. a ton better. Because the numbers used to be really spread out. In the old, old-timer ones, the the original ones, the numbers were really spread out. Huge. And then they were a little yeah, closer, I think, in 94. Now they're a lot closer. I think that makes a huge difference. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, just that. And, man, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at them right now. I do think guys that wore, like, the all-white socks, I think that makes a big difference with it as well. There were a lot of people that were like, no, you got to have the red socks on with them. Or some people like the white socks with me. You know, I, I think they, they look good either way. I think for you, the thing that you're having a tough time with is it's just not really a 49er look to you. I, I think that's, that's what it is. That's definitely part of it. And I'm looking through some of the photos right now too. And the Brandon Ayuk look is the worst. I don't know if you saw Brandon Ayuk. It's like so he's got the the thigh high pants. He's got white socks that go, or they're actually white um, leggings underneath, and they don't go all the way to the shoe. And he's got no show socks, so you can see his skin between the leggings and the shoe. So it's white shoes, white leggings, short pants above the knee, and it's all white, 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 white. And then boom, red jersey, no gloves, nothing on the arms. This right here is a bad look. I, Brandon, I just got to do something about that. Um, and, and you'll I think, have to send that one to me because okay. I can't. I can't see. <laughs> one of the keys too with um, with the socks is in the original jersey they had the stripes, and I think that's a good look. I think they got to add striped socks to it. I think that would bring something to the bottoms, a little pizzazz to maybe tie some things get, together. I think that might help a little bit. But still, I don't like you know the, the drop shadow looks really. I mean, obviously, it was an old-time font that they were using. It doesn't look great. I, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll take the OGs any day. Um, and I like the all-whites much better than the red tops. But I, I, they, they do look better, especially when you see it just by itself. It does look better than I remember. When you get the helmets on, I, I think it takes away from it, too. So they didn't, they didn't always wear the striped socks. I know they did at times because I, I can clearly see pictures of uh, Deion Sanders with the striped socks, but then I'm looking at other pictures, and I want to say even the, in the Super Bowl. And I think they did change it up sometimes with their looks, even with the '94 yeah. ones. I'm talking about the OG OGs, the ones that the '94s and these were based off of, like going way back into oh, whatever year okay. that was. You know, when they, I think they had their, the helmets were like white or silver, even at that point, there wasn't gold involved in the uniform. That's why there's no gold on these jerseys. Um, but they had striped socks. If you look for look for an old time picture and you'll see them all all the dudes lined up i think one of the guys like smoking a cigarette on the field while the team's all getting ready to go you can see how spread apart the numbers are but you can see the striped socks which is a good look smoking cigarettes on the field man that's that's those days when guys didn't even get injured <laughs> yeah, yeah that's crazy these dudes are doing nutty stuff in practice not even see, working the, out in so, the off season so the striped socks let's talk about it because that was something if you remember obviously the 49ers had a different uh uniform style in the early, you know, 2000s and everything. And then I want to say it was Singletary that kind of brought the throwbacks back mm -hmm. that the 49ers are kind of currently wearing. But when he first brought them back, and if you kind of look at old pictures of Frank Gore when they first brought those uniforms back, they had striped socks as well. And then when they kind of made it their official uniform, 
they went away with they they did away with the striped socks. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on the two tone socks? You know the socks that are like they go white and then they turn red at the calf? Yeah, okay, so they're they're fine. Okay, so typically the way it works in professional football, you a lot of times you have to have a color break. Unless it's the when they came out with the uh color rush uniforms, mm-hmm. that was the first time where I think you could wear like all solid one color sock. But typically you had to have some sort of color break. Now, the color break could be just a strip of a different color and that was your color break. But the socks now they give you they give you socks. So if they just give you your your team issued socks, they're gonna be what you just described. It's gonna be half one color, like all the way up to the calf, and then half another color. Those are the team issued socks. Okay. Most guys don't really wear the team issued socks. They put on, you know, they 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 dress up their stuff however they want. So you'll see guys with tights and then maybe it'll be a lot of red with like a little bit of white showing, or maybe you'll see some guys with a lot of white and then a little bit of red at the top. But at some point they typically have some kind of color break. We'll see if they make guys have a color break in this. Clearly in on picture day, the 49er players chose to wear just all white socks. I'll be curious to see if they allow that them to do that because there are guys that walk around and they'll find you. They'll find you for your socks. They'll find you for your colors. They'll find you if you have any skin showing. They find you for every little thing. They, they're like <laughs> uniform police, and they walk around before the games, and they'll warn you, and some guys just don't care. There were some guys, I uh, want to say maybe it was Chad Johnson. There are a few guys that are like, they just paid up their fines for the year and was just yeah. like, all right, they're, they're taking do my, what and I do. <laughs> so, yeah. So they don't have to deal with it and they just wear whatever they want to wear. And, you know, guys, like you want to wear what you feel comfortable wearing. So I know some people think like, what, man, that's, that's ridiculous. Like get fine. Like just wear the socks they want you to wear. But some guys are like, nah, man, I want to look how I want to look. So, but that's the whole thing with the, with the, with the socks, why you see half one color, half one other it's guys that don't really care about quote unquote swag or whatever. Yeah. They might just wear the team issue ones, just but the standard issue guys socks. Wear those. Okay, because I see those sometimes. Like, ah, where do those come from? Those they're just kind of weird, dude. They don't even make a lot of sense. Uh, throw some stripes on them <laughs> for the love of God. Um, all right, there, there's more questions about the jerseys, about the state of the franchise, about other 49ers stuff. I've got some thoughts about the state of the franchise and some more notes on that coming up on Crocked on 49ers. I'd like to take a moment here to tell you about Bet Online, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action and then when i say all your sports everything major league baseball nba nhl playoffs super fun even more fun when you've got a little bit of extra action on those games ufc mma celebrity boxing golf everything you could imagine betting on they've got available they've got lines on it at bet online you've got some futures bets when it comes to nfl teams over under win totals on your favorite team rookie of the year MVP and Super Bowl champion. So uh, before you do anything else, head over to Bet Online. Your laptop, mobile device, your desktop computer. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game. Get your 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit using promo code Locked On. That's promo code Locked On at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, here we go. Here's the Debo one. I shared my screen. I think I shared it with you. Can you see it? Yeah. Okay. Ayuk. I mean, Ayuk. Yeah. So there's Ayuk. And I think part of it is just he needs something else going on, right? That, yeah, that's well, an odd look right there. 
Yeah, his his look definitely isn't too hot. I, I think the issue with him is, unlike the other guys, I mean, the other guys got dressed up. They they put gloves on. They had their sleeves on, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. He has nothing on his arms. And then just and the Ayuk it also and, is like a, an oddly shaped human, right? Because he's got those long arms, long legs, and a short torso. So that even makes that like look look how high the white goes compared to <laughs> where the red starts in the bottom of his jersey and his belt up to the top of his shoulder pads. Yeah, Ayuk could do better, but I will say Ayuk on, on game day he has a nice clean look. So I'd expect him to, you know, be be, be solid. Yeah. On, on game day, probably wear the turf tape. He, uh, he He's big on the turf tape. He'll have some turf tape, some gloves. and Is the turf tape, helmet. like, I feel like the turf tape's kind of a bad look. Like, throw a sleeve on there, right? It's a, it's, it's a new, it's a new trend. Okay. So it came back, I mean, obviously, there's turf tape from back in the day. Yeah. But right now, like, in the last, like, two years, turf tape, the long turf tape has really kind of taken over. It's a new thing. And I try to stay up with what's cool to like the people now there are certain things that i never did or wouldn't have done (laughs) but then i see now okay like eric you got to stay up with the trends and understand like what's in and the turf tape is definitely one of those things you look at guys like alvin Alvin Kamara. i want to say he was maybe one of the first ones that really kind of made that popular coming back and long all over and the the turf tape technology's gotten better because remember it used to be always like hanging off of dudes i don't really see that much anymore yeah, nah, and and they have different colors now. So if you watch, if you look at Ingram, the running back that was playing for Baltimore, he had like black turf tape, and that was something I was like, oh, that's cool. So like guys that. now can wear turf tape that matches their team colors, <laughs> and that's that's unique. So uh, the turf tape thing, yeah, that's that's kind of a, a trendy thing nowadays. We got Kittle with the high top red shoes that just adds something to it. And he's got the black tape on his wrist. Yeah, I, I like Kittle's look here with this. It just it, it helps the whole look. Yeah, Kittle, Kittle, Kittle. He likes to wear those red cleats. They definitely pop. Not so sure about the white gloves with the with the black wristband. I could do without that. But just in general, I could see where he was going with it. I mean, and guys, come on, Kittle. Like you got the you got the white gloves on with the red Nike sign. That's great. Why do you have the black wristband or tape, whatever that is? And I know, I mean, he wears that in the game, but just put, put a white one on or or even a red one if you really want to pop. Kittle rocking the farmer tan right there too on the arms. Oh, 100%. <laughs> you got yeah. to go, go sleeveless, man, before you start rocking uh, in the sun, before you rock in that uniform like that. Uh, Have you looked at Kittle like from his rookie year? Like, do, do like you remember what he looked like gotten? then? I don't he, remember. He looks like a totally yeah. yeah like, he looks like a totally different person. Like the hair for sure. He's got a persona now. You know, he's got that WWE sort of vibe going on now. Yeah, just everything about him—the way he puts his uniform on, like you said, the hair. I mean, all, all of it, all the way around. All right, how, th- this is a good segue here to Jimmy G. We're looking at Jimmy Garoppolo right now. He always does the short sleeve sort of un- tight undershirt. He's got white wristbands, white glove. Only on his non-throwing hand. He's got the towel working too. Uh, white on white on bottom with with cleats. And are those socks or are those also those? Tights. Just tights. I believe yeah, he okay. has on tights. And he's above the now, knee with the pants as well. Now with Jimmy G, I will say, he wears the loose sleeves, but he has a nice high cut to it. 
think that's extremely ideal. If you are going to wear the loose sleeves, he's not rocking them like Tony Romo or how Peyton Manning used to wear his, like just really long, look like you just got them from the team store. His is nice, cut high, and it's still kind of tight to the shoulder pads. So I think that if you are going to wear loose sleeves, he wears it definitely the right way. I think that half undershirt that's coming down the white, that's kind of like a quarterback thing. Mm -hmm. If you look around the league, you'll see like half the quarterbacks that wear that. Then the wristbands, same thing. If you look at Russell Wilson, same thing. He he wears the the half uh, uh, undershirt coming down. He has the 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 wristbands, same thing. Now the glove for Jimmy Garoppolo, that's new. I've never seen him wear a glove on his hand. Not that I can remember. You know, I pay attention to those type of things. I I was thinking the same thing. I don't. And usually his left wristband would be the. The, the game plan wristband, right? Yeah, the, the play, play band. So, uh, but yeah, Jimmy which Garoppolo. is interesting because wasn't it wasn't it uh, Kyle Shanahan that said he didn't like his guys to wear that, but Jimmy wore that for the first five games, and then it seemed like the next year Jimmy came out was not wearing it, and maybe Kyle didn't like the way it looked because eventually Jimmy came back out and had that quarterback uh, play call back on his uh, his wrist. Yeah, that, that is interesting. See, that's why we got Crocker on here. He he, he picks up the things that we don't see when it comes to players, the little things. Uh, and, and it's amazing what you know about what these guys wear on the field. And I barely remember what their <laughs> numbers are half the time. Uh, so l- let's stop on Jimmy G for a second because Jimmy G was all over this thing. Not a lot of Trey Lance or any Trey Lance. Like the 49ers, this, I mean, I know this isn't the coaching staff that puts the state of the franchise together. This is a Jed York thing. This is a marketing thing. But there's some communications like Kyle would be like, hey, Jed, cool with the Jimmy G stuff. He's probably not going to play that much. Right. Like, I feel like they're throwing a lot of Jimmy G out there. Obviously, he's the quarterback and you're going to do that for any franchise. But a lot of Jimmy, not a lot of Trey. You taking anything away from that? I think you just have to do it. If you look at what the Cowboys did, right. Remember, the Cowboys in the offseason, they made a hype video and they left off Dak Prescott. And then try to make it seem like it was just a coincidence yeah. that they didn't have a quarterback who threw for like 40 touchdowns in five games to start the season, but you have no clips of him in your new hype video. Technically, I think he was either like, you know, a restrict, uh, not restricted for agent, but uh, uh, they had franchised him and then he was due for a new contract, but they left him off of that whole hype video. So maybe the 49ers wanted to just say, hey, let's make sure that we incorporate Jimmy Garoppolo. It goes along with what we've said the whole time with the fact that he is our starting quarterback. He is our guy until he's not. So you throw him out there. That's good for the 49er fan base because it doesn't split guys up. It's just, all right, that's our quarterback. That's how we're going to identify with seeing him and just move forward. And then, you know, we'll see Trey Lance when we see him. Yeah, he's the starting quarterback. And you've got to have your starting quarterback involved with this sort of, uh, you know, uh, an event. So that does make some sense. Um, you know, I mean, we talked about how this is the worst kept secret in the history of the 49ers just after they had one of the best kept secrets in the history of the 49ers in the draft and the lead up there. How amazing of a troll would it have been if they had Mac Jones come out in the jersey? Just blow everybody's <laughs> mind. <laughs> oh, man, I, I don't think I would have found that funny at all. <laughs> that, would, that, would, that would have been so amazing just to watch people's heads explode and be like, just kidding. Actually, uh, somebody should... Photoshop Jimmy's number 10 with Mac Jones. I think that'd be a good joke. Um, uh, yeah. Let's see. We had a question here about Jimmy G specifically about his swag for our very own Dr. Drip here. Uh, it is 
from I hate being called Richie on Twitter. He says, wait, why isn't Jimmy wearing the Jordan cleats anymore? Is it just because he wanted to go white? Like it seemed like a lot of the guys wanted to go all whites on bottom. You know, no. So he took his team pictures in those as well. You know, when guys did the whole media day mm-hmm. photo shoots and whatnot, he wore those shoes as well. And I don't know because Jimmy has some all red Jordan cleats. They're all red Jordan tins with a shiny red, I mean, a shiny gold bottom, fire. Like the cleanest cleats I've ever seen him wear, like fire. And for whatever reason, he just doesn't wear them. And picture that he wears these like cleats that he's had since he showed up to the 49ers with grass stains all over him. (laughs) I don't don't know. I actually now that you point it out. Jordan is Nike. But I, I, so I don't know. And even when he was already sponsored by Jordan, he still was wearing like those cleats as well. So I, I don't know if he's just allowed to wear both. Cause a lot of times you have to wear the whatever, whoever it is you're, that you're sponsored by, or you'll get fined or you'll get dropped. So I don't know if Jordan just still associates with Nike. So they're okay with it a little bit more. Or, you know, I don't know what's going on with that. Fred Warner looking good. He's got the red cleats with white laces and. The high socks. He's got a little knee showing at the socks. The right armband. I, I like the I like the way Fred Warner's rocking this uniform right here. So the 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 thing that sets this off the most is the scrunch sock. All right. I mean, obviously, yeah. like, well, there's two things. The scrunch socks. That's it. That's a plus. That's Crocky's book. All right. And then the <laughs> white laces in the in in the in the cleats. Good touch. on a cleat that's not white. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You know, and that was made popular, at least to my knowledge by the the USC Trojans when Reggie Bush and those guys were there they would wear the black cleats with the white with the white uh laces and then you see Fred Warner with it there in the red cleats just adds an extra pop to him but Fred Warner also wears the white laces with his black cleats as well on game day so that's just something he does and I, I noticed that that really bumps his his swag points up more one more apparel note that I like here this is Brandon Ayuk with the big coat the overcoat that goes over the shoulder pads, those old sideline coats that guys used to wear. I, I think that looks good. Yeah, I don't know if maybe they're, they're going to be selling that at the team store and he's modeling it for them or what. But or if that's just something uh, that's going I, on I the can't. Ass- I, I I don't. I can't assume, or I don't assume that it'd be that cold at Levi Stadium. But that's true. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. That's true. Uh, the best look I saw all day, by far, though, uh, it's not on this screen, so I can stop sharing it. Was Jerry Rice. Oh, actually, let's see if I can share this one. Jerry, you, I want you to tell me about Jerry Rice's look right here because Jerry Rice was involved rocking the same uniform he wore in 1994. Here we go. But what what shoes are those? That, that's what I want to know. Someone said that they were B, BKs. Do you remember British Knights? Yes, <laughs> shoes back I do in the remember British Knights. These aren't that either. <laughs> These are like some weird off, I don't know, off brand or maybe they're super fancy. I don't know, but that's not something I've ever seen before. A lot of times when I think that they're off brand, they're just super fancy and they're just out of my budget. I mean, so I would never. Yeah. Jerry you know, didn't go like to they, the they, they, they could be some like Pradas or Balenciagas or something. I, I just would never know mm-hmm. because I don't buy those type of shoes and they probably cost like $1,200 for one pair of sneakers that everybody really thinks is ugly. I don't think even Tyler. Can we talk about the money on the ground? Yeah, yeah, they got cash money on the ground too. That photo with Jimmy G, (laughs) Debo, and and Jerry with the jeans on. I like it. That's a good shot right there. That's the that's the big shot. That's the money, the literal money shot with the the cash on the ground. I wonder who brought the cash. Yeah, I I mean, I think 
I would say if I had to guess, I'm going to go with Jerry Rice because he seems like kind of a flashy guy. And he wants everybody to know, like, I'm the greatest. I'm the best. He, I mean, he's the self-proclaimed GOAT. That's where that whole thing came from. So I would assume it's him. He's a little flashy. I would assume it's him that's that's coming out, throwing money. And he's an old school guy. Like, I'm sure, you know, he's 60 years old, practically. Wait, how old is Jerry? 50, late 50s? Is he 60? I don't think he's 60 yet. Uh, but I mean, he's he's at the type of age where he probably just still carries around cash. Because Nobody if I had to guess, yet. he was a rookie in what eighty five? Yeah, eighty five or eighty six. I can't remember. So I mean, he probably was about twenty two. So I, I would assume that he's born mid sixties. Uh, Jerry Rice, fifty eight years old, born in nineteen sixty two. Wow, he's older than my mom. There we go. All right, more notes on the state of the franchise, a few more questions coming up. Starting to realize that there's no bad time to enjoy a built bar. It's how I started my day today. Did not have a lot of time before I had to hit record and get working. If you are low on time, you want a healthy snack. You need to replace a quick meal, maybe. You can't do much better than a low-sugar, low-calorie, high-protein, high-fiber snack that tastes awesome. And to make it even tastier, I'll tell you how you can get 15% off your next box of Built Bars. Built Bars are great for the health-conscious folks out there. Uh, Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and even great for a keto diet. That peanut butter flavor, 19 grams of protein, only 180 calories and 5 grams of sugar. Cookies and cream, 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off your next box of Built Bars at BuiltBar.com. How about this little nugget? Uh, not only fans coming back, they're going to have uh, a training camp open practice again for the first time since 2019, which is really cool. And Jed York also said that there will be new inductees into the Edward J. DeBartolo, 49ers Hall of Fame, former 49ers wide receiver John Taylor, and linebacker Patrick Willis, which is awesome. Obviously, Patrick Willis is going to be in the 49ers Hall of Fame, and uh, John Taylor, well-deserving too. So uh, John Taylor, one of my favorites to watch when I was young. And John Taylor was my comp for Brandon Ayuk, by the way, when they drafted Brandon Brandon Ayuk. I saw some of that. He's got those longer limbs, especially those long legs, pretty good after the catch, fast. Because people were trying to compare Ayuk to Jerry Rice. I was like, we got to slow down on that. How about John Taylor? Yeah. And, you know, John Taylor, he's a guy who, I mean, he had burners, man. Those guys, those 49er receivers that they had, I mean, between Jerry Rice and John Taylor, they had some yards after catch, man. And that's where the yards after catch stat was created, right? Mm -hmm. For, uh, from Jerry Rice. Yeah, the Niners. And like, getting all those yards after catching. They're like, you know what? We need to keep track of this whole thing. Yeah, it's housing slants 92 yards. Yeah, man. Love it. Yeah, but John Taylor, special player during that time, was a, a, a big part of, you know, a few of those runs. So it's it good to see him, you know, get some, some recognition. Do you remember way back in the 2017 draft and the 49ers moved up in the first round to select – Pat, or uh, Reuben Foster, I almost called him Patrick Willis. Reuben Foster. Yeah. The story uh, goes, <laughs> I know you remember that. I know you remember, and I know everyone listening remembers that. Uh, as the story, I bring this up because Ryan Ramchek, 
was the very next selection in that draft. He just signed a five-year, $90 million extension with the New Orleans Saints. But the story goes that the Saints were on the phone with Reuben Foster when the Niners moved up one spot in front of him to draft Foster, obviously, stolen from him. So the Saints pivoted, moved on, and took Ramchek, and it ended up working out really well for him. So the 49ers, once it looked like they had stolen the guy that they really wanted, and they did, uh, turned out a lot better for the Saints than that move did for the 49ers. So I thought that was an interesting one. I just wanted to bring that one up with Ramchek cashing in today. Hey, man, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was extremely excited when they drafted Ruben Foster. Me too. I mean, I, I was elated. I was like, oh, yeah, let's go. This is a, a game changer on defense. You know, and, and he made the Solomon Thomas pick a little bit better in my mind because I did not like the Solomon Thomas pick at all. But then it was like, all right, I don't care for the Solomon Thomas pick. But then you get Ruben Foster, and I'm like, okay, now we got two guys kind of helping to improve our front seven. I I like the uh, the Solomon Thomas pick a little bit more now, even though I did not like him, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I totally get what you're saying there. And yeah, it was like, oh man, they got Ruben Foster. He was And like talent obviously wasn't the problem with Ruben Foster. He was a human missile in college. He was so fun to watch. That was it, It's rare that you see a highlight tape of a linebacker that's that fun to watch. He was that good. And it's unfortunate the way his career's gone now with injuries on top of all the off-field stuff. But, um, like, talent obviously was not the problem with Ruben Foster. It, it wasn't. And we do have to kind of touch on one thing because there are a lot of fans that keep throwing out this narrative that, oh, the 49ers, they don't like uh, Nick Saban because he lied about Ruben Foster. And I'm like, Nick Saban did not lie about Ruben Foster. I heard Nick Saban live on NFL Network Tell everybody if you he was like if you want a candy striper or it was something along those lines like he he basically was saying if you want a choir boy or something like that Ruben Foster is not your guy but if you want somebody who's a heck of a football player and really cares about it and his passion is going to go all out then you're going to love Ruben Foster he told the whole world that so you can't tell the whole world that and then and then claim that he lied to the 49ers about who Ruben Foster is when he told everybody else who Ruben Foster is. He's not, you know, he's not this perfect guy that you're not going to have any issues with, but he's a hell of a football player. And that's exactly what Ruben Foster was, uh, aside from obviously all the injuries and off the field issues. Yeah, there were mock drafts that had the Niners taking Ruben Foster with their first pick. And like no mocks had Foster going as late as 31 where the Niners drafted him. So, or, or 30, it was 30 or 31. I think it was 31. And, 31. Uh, so, yeah, like, uh, it, it was clear that every other team also knew something about Reuben Foster. And the 49ers, and John Lynch has talked about it since, he, he was a little naive. You know, first year as GM, he thought he could fix a guy. You know, he thought it wasn't going to be a problem, and it turned out to be a problem. And who knows, maybe they could have done something else and had some, you know, I don't know. You don't want to babysit a guy's a grown man, right? So uh, just a tough situation. And who knows, maybe Reuben Foster will show up someday with, I think he's still with the Washington football team, right? Rehabbing from a torn ACL, or did he get cut? I, I, I believe he just signed with somebody. I feel like I just saw Ruben Foster's name kind of pop up somewhere, but I can't remember exactly where I saw that. <laughs> Let's see. Ruben Foster. Or maybe I just saw his name pop up because of the Ramcheck signing. I think that's what it was. I think. Yeah, it looks like he's still with Washington. And he was running around at OTAs this spring. If he can just play, like just, just, just be active, 
I think he'll be just fine. And I think he'll be a good starting linebacker. But he just can't stay healthy. That's been his issue. More than the, even the off-the-field stuff. Because somehow he kind of made it, worked around the off-the-field yeah, issues. And, I don't know how and, he did it. But somehow there was he a, got by with all that. There was, it wasn't all on him either with the off-field stuff. Like, like figure stuff out. Like, you know, don't hang around people that are going to do what those people were doing that were around him, right? Um, and so well, a lot it's of the, it is it's the on one him. girl. It was the girl that kept. It was the same. She was popping up. Right. She showed up to his, when he got cut by the Niners. It was on the road at the Tampa Bay Hotel, and she was there. So, I mean, that's on him. Like, why, why do you have her there? Insane. She, no chance she should have ever been there. I mean, that's just crazy. And then there was the remember the combine medical thing, too. Oh, that yeah, was even like before the draft. That was for... really weird. So, yeah. Yeah, they, there's some stuff there. But, yeah, like, just just get him on the field and let him go run and, and hit people because he probably is still good at that, even coming off an ACL. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he he's he's got to have some type of uh, you know value to a team if he has lasted this long without really playing any games. Like, when was the last time he played? Was it two thousand seventeen? Like eighteen? Two thousand eighteen. Don't think he ever played after the Niners, right? Right. I don't think so either. Because he didn't play that year, and then. He tore his ACL, so I think at some point last year he might have been healthy enough to come back to the team. I'm not really seeing a clear picture of what's going on with him. I think a lot of people don't know. I'll say this. If he does come back to that Washington defense and he's a legit starter, that's going to be trouble because that defense is really good, and they got guys flying around left and right. Yeah, I mean, that defense is already going to be one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, if they could just get... Jimmy Garoppolo level quarterbacking, they can be the 2019 49ers, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it seems like that's what they've that's how they've built their team based on that. And they, they got the running game. They got receivers now, too. You look at, I mean, obviously Terry McLaurin, but you got uh one of my favorite guys in the draft. Uh guys, uh Diami Brown. They also got Curtis Samuel from Carolina Panthers. So you got a few weapons. You got the running back number 24 from Memphis. Uh, was he in his second or third uh, year Antonio now? Antonio Gibson. Yeah, Gibson. Yeah. So now nah, they got some. They got some stuff they're working with over there. I like it. They're my team, man. Even maybe a little Fitz Magic. They're my team in the in the East still. I know there's a powerhouse offense in Dallas, but uh, give me Washington. They won it last year, and they got I'm defense. Not at all worried about defense. the Giants or the Eagles, and they got a defense. And I'm not. I'm not sure Dallas does. Dallas does not, and I don't know if you can fix all of that in just one offseason, at least to the extent of how terrible it was. I feel like that's more of a, uh, a, pr- a process that they have to kind of go through, especially with them. I don't know. Did they keep the same defensive coordinator, Nolan? Gosh, I mean, no, they, 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 fired, they fired Nolan. Um, okay. And I don't remember offhand who they hired, but they did fire. Oh, Mike Quinn. Nolan. Oh, Dan Quinn. Right. Yeah, Dan Quinn. So that's a uh, that's an improvement, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Should be. How about oh actually now this says Ruben Foster is a free agent. So I think the last thing I saw wasn't correct. Uh well, he may not ever play in the NFL ever again. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. We we're getting off the rails here. Uh, luckily we are out of time, so we'll come back tomorrow. We're going to talk a little bit about the the other 49ers rookie offensive lineman out of Central Michigan. 
Jalen Moore, what does he look like? What does he project as with the 49ers? He tackles, he a guard. We got some uh, strengths and weaknesses there with him, a little scouting report. And whatever else is on your mind out there, hit me and Croc on Twitter, at BDPeacock, at Eric underscore Crocker. What do y'all think about the state of the franchise? Talk to you tomorrow right here, Locked On 49ers.